hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first recording of what I'm going to call little free flow flow episodes. Uh, Because my biggest thing that I want to do with this podcast is, you know, for you all and for myself is just be consistent. Um, I think that's the beauty in, in having podcasts is that You know, it allows you a platform to get on here and have some amazing guests and have some amazing conversations and learn. And it also gives you an ability to just come on here and have conversations with yourself or just have an outlet where you can just speak. And, you know, if somebody wants to come and listen and share ideas and thoughts and it allows that, it allows that connection and communication. Uh, And that's what I love about podcasts. I love the balance between asking questions and being silent and not being the talker and, you know, having that flip and, you know, be the talker and be by myself and speak and say what I, you know, is flowing through. So that's why I want to do these little free flow episodes to get some thoughts and ideas and words out and to have a consistent show. So thank you all for, you know, taking the time to come and listen to what I want to share with you all. So Uh, what I want to do today is talk a little bit about depression. Um, you know, with just everything going on and I'll just leave it at that. It gets enough attention and energy. Um, I just want to bring attention to the point that I think is more important, um, is that how it affects us and how it will affect us moving on without any virus or physical sickness. Um, but the sickness that we create within our own minds, within our own bodies, within our own cells, within our own thoughts. And so, you know, especially with what's going on, you know, in our society today, (laughs) everything's moving at such a a pace and such a speed. And, you know, and so are our minds, you know, we're, we're over 60 some thousand thoughts a day, you know, if you want to go by some random statistic, but just who, you know, imagine the spectrum of thoughts and numbers and things that you think about from day to day. And so when we get in times like this, when we are at home and, you know, we really don't uh, have a reason to leave, um, it can be a breeding ground for depression um, and anxiety, but I'll, I'll try to focus mainly on depression here. Um, you know, cause you know, I don't know if a lot of you know, just through my mental health journey, you know, I'll probably end up sharing that on more episodes and as my story is being shared more. Um, but depression is something I've gone through uh, severely uh, since a, since a child. And so um, I actually had hit a major depression um, kind of rock bottom a couple years ago, two and two, two and a half years ago. And uh, what that taught me a lot about you know, not only my own mind, but just the feelings and emotions that we do experience and how easy it is to get stuck, um, in the well and not see the light. And, you know, you've got the things around you, the ropes there, the people are there, the resources are there, but it's just, there's too much darkness. And so I I know firsthand how that's, um, how that's like. And so I just want to, through this journey, be able to share things that I've gone through. And I feel like I've gone through for a reason to come out on the other side, uh, and help people, uh, to serve others in the sense that maybe what I've gone through, it'll never be the same. Uh, cause I was actually sharing a quote with a friend of mine earlier is that we may say, we may see the same thing, 
Um, but it's never the same thing. Something essentially like that, but essentially that we, you know, we both see different things. We both see the same thing, but it's always different. You know, something along those lines. Um, the quote was a lot better than that, but just the way it put it, it was very nice, but it just basically says like, look, you know, we can look at the exact same thing and see the exact same thing, but it'll never be the same thing. Um, just because the perspectives are so unique, there can never be another you, you know, astrologically, biologically, physiologically, all the logicallys. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, the more we can get to know ourselves and, and get through those dark times, the more that light can, you know, shine and we can learn to help ourselves better and better. Um, cause at the end of the day, especially with depression, you know, I believe that people are on our path for a reason and they very much help us out. But, you know, at the end it is your final choice and decisions to, uh, to, to push forward. You know, I was talking to a friend as well and we were talking about the analogy of, you know, if somebody's car breaks down in the sense of like depression, you break down and they need help. Do you waste energy on trying to push the car uphill to the gas station or do you drive, go and get gas and, you know, help them fill up their tank so they can, you know, make it to the gas station themselves and fill up there. And in essence, what I'm getting at is that, you know, we can push somebody else, somebody else's car uphill all we want. But at the end of the day, no matter how much energy we use, it'll never make it to the top and over that hill unless that person hits the gas themselves. You know, it's it's one of those things that you have to be the driver in the sense that that is of the things, small things and few things we do have control of those choices moment to moment we we are able to to choose unless we're on autopilot which is can be another um pathway to depression you know you get in such a rut that your brain's firing in the same way over and over and over and you get quote unquote stuck because you're on this programming with your subconscious and you're telling yourself this narrative that you basically have formed to be true so what happens is your mind and your brain and your essentially your soul perceives that it's true and it starts reflecting that in your day-to-day life so your thoughts truly do become your reality um and we can start painting a darker picture than what's really even there so uh it's something that's highly highly subjective and always will be from person to person but if we can collectively share the stories and experiences we go through together then we can heal together because those pieces of the puzzle are still pieces of that puzzle they still matter but it's you know it's not going to be all the pieces it'll be a few but you know you have to come in and realize that um you're not your thoughts and I think that was the biggest thing for me is that kind of finally aha moment is that I remembered, you know, when I was going through you know, uh, small cliff notes for those that don't know, I was clinically diagnosed with OCD at like five years old in Duke Hospital. And I'll share more about that story there. But the biggest thing with me is that, you know, I'd lick the carpet floor, I'd wash my hands so they would bleed, hold knives up to my chest. And my mom's biggest teaching was you are not your thoughts. 
And so I, I believe when we can grasp that and be separate from our thoughts and just know that our thoughts are, if you just imagine like this funnel or this tornado or just this never ending circle and spiral, and we're just sitting back watching it spin. And it's almost like if you're laying back and looking at your ceiling fan and you try to focus on that one blade and follow that one blade, what we focus on is what we bring detail and clarity and, you know, that perception to, um, so I believe it's, you know, a lot is based on what we focus on, right? So a lot of what we, a lot of what we do, a lot of what we think, a lot of what we repeat, a lot of what we obsess over, you know, are depressed about or anxious about is what we focus on. And so to my point earlier about this whole virus thing is that we're all focused on this one thing as a collective conscious and, you know, individually it's going to create a lot of anxiety and depression for a lot of folks because, you know, this reality is uh, being forced and given to everybody, even if it's not in your day-to-day or even if it's not in your, you know, <laughs> anywhere near your your being or anyone you know. You know, it's no different if we sat there and focused on whatever you want to focus on, right? That becomes what you perceive and think about and react on and worry about and obsess over. So... I believe that, you know, especially with depression, we've got to take a step back and really say, look, I'm not my thoughts. I think that really can help um, if you are in a dark moment. And if you're like, holy, I mean, that's crazy, man. How am I not my thoughts? I am me. You know, I'm thinking, you know, it's. It's one of those things we don't necessarily control. You know, if we think about it, it's kind of like our breath. Then we can say, oh, I control my breath. The minute you stop trying to think about your breath is the minute you go back breathing and, you know, subconsciously. So same thing with our thoughts, I think, is that when we can just pause and just let it flow and just be, we realize that, like, (laughs) we're not sitting here formulating these thoughts necessarily what happens is we start thinking about thinking so we have a thought and then we start thinking about that thought and we start telling a story and a narrative and then that's how you can really get stuck uh in the rabbit hole is because you start you know believing the story that you're telling yourself because you attach yourself to that one thought that one thought became your truth and that truth then became your focus and that focus then became your reality because not only did your body respond your mind responds and then you know it's no different if you think yourself into a a, almost an a panic a panic attack like state you know you can sit there and be doing nothing physically and think about something that makes you anxious and your heart rate will start racing right so our body responds to not just what we know is our reality but what we may perceive our reality to be and what we think about and what we focus those that attention on And so, you know, that's why I make the whole play with the OCD and the obsessive observers that, 
that's another thing too. We give these things, we these labels, anxiety and depression and OCD and ADHD and all these things that, you know, we have to put words to, but in essence, you know, it's just a spectrum of feeling and a spectrum of experience, a spectrum of, you know, receiving and, and, you know, observing and how you process that, how you react to that. And so that ultimately is you, that is yourself. There is no necessarily subdivisions and labels and things that is just you. So once that is another thing I think helped me is that, you know, and I think what I was saying earlier is about my mom, like you're not your thoughts. You're not your diagnosis. I'm not Lee with OCD. I'm not Lee with depression. You're not, you know, Bob with, you know, anxiety. You, it's, it's, it becomes one of those things that, again, once you start realizing that what you focus on becomes ultimately what you, um, end up living, it kind of makes you step back and, and realize like, man, if I just pause and just take the time to process, reality is not going as quickly as, as we like to think it is. You know, I think things are almost sped up around us a lot faster than what they really are. You know, it's kind of like being in the park and you're going on the little roundabout and somebody comes and pushes it faster, faster, faster. That exterior force you can allow or you can stop, you know. I think you can separate yourself and, and realize like, hey, I can really slow down at least what I have control over. They may be trying to speed it up and get faster, but if I'm in the moment, I'm aware of, consciously aware and take that attention. It's crazy how razor sharp our minds can be if focused in the right directions. But what happens, you know, like I said, with depression is that we get fixated on this one aspect, this one thought, this one story, this one narrative, and it becomes our truth. Even if that's not real, real reality, you know, I'm sure a lot of you out there can resonate with what I'm saying. We, uh, we are our own worst enemies. I know I was my own worst enemy. I got in my own way. I still do from time to time, but I'm at least more aware of it. And, you know, my thing was always how fast can I rebound? How fast can I get back up? You know, touch the hot stove. How fast can I heal? Right. So it's, uh, it becomes one of those things where the more we do observe and get to know ourselves and really trust ourselves. I think that's what creates a, a lot of depression too, is that we don't necessarily trust our own selves. We don't trust our own mind. We don't trust our own thoughts or we want to avoid that. I know when I was a kid, I'd want to run as far away as I could from my own mind. I didn't want to be who I was. I didn't want to act the way I was. I didn't want to show up how I thought I should be. I didn't want to dress like I wanted to. I didn't want to act how I should have thought I wanted to um, or what felt right. I, uh, I wasted a lot of time. And in the sense that I wasted a lot of time by being my own worst enemy and 
did that like maybe that was how my soul needed to figure out so you know let me correct myself that you know because time's not really the factor here time is an illusion you know there's no time it's infinite but I guess what I'm trying to get at is that when we when we get out of our own way That's when I believe we can be our best, when we truly know our strengths and our weaknesses and are consciously aware of those things and meet that with, you know, a desire to to want to know more. You know, so that way you aren't, you know, quote unquote, wasting time, because I think if I would have. um you know, found that desire in myself sooner, you know, because I don't think it's a race, but I do think that we're here for a purpose. So it just depends on what you want to accomplish here in this lifetime. And so, you know, being 27, you know, a lot would say that that was, you know, and I, and I agree, you know, sometimes I don't look back and say, oh, you know, you went from looking a carpet floor, had to do it three times to at least having these conversations you're having today. And that's to my point, you know, it's just the running. Um, I think sometimes I don't I haven't just stopped and slowed down and looked back and like, oh, that demon was 150 miles back, <laughs> you know. So I think it's just the more we can have these conversations with ourselves and with others, it's the more we start, you know, forgiving ourselves forgiving others and forgiving is a big thing especially when you you know when you are your own worst critic uh learning how to know that hey like moment to moment i do get to consciously choose you know steering this this raft right you want to be flowing downstream and steering you don't want to be trying to control the flow but you're just there navigating you know left turn right turn Slow down just a little bit. Paddle a little harder. Flow. And so that just comes from being aware. You know, if we're sitting there in the in the raft in the kayak and we're looking back, imagine everything that we run into because we're focusing on the past. We're focusing on what just went by us. Then we get depressed because we just <laughs> we hurt ourselves or we just messed up our boat. And then if you're focusing too much in front, you know, 100, 200, 300 yards in front of you to the point where it's too far that you're looking ahead, you just miss what happened right. You know, you hit the rock that was two feet to your left, messed up your boat. But you're so anxious about what was coming upstream. Silence has helped a lot as well. Um, Science in the sense that you can't get stuck in thought land. You can, but just know like you're going for a ride. I'd get stuck in my thoughts for hours upon hours upon hours. And just honestly, you know, being in a situation where like I 
I was my thoughts, the complete opposite of what I believe we are, you know, is that we observe and are, are witnessing things going on and then have different things come through us. And then when we realign and find that alignment, the true higher self and the God spirit universe comes through us and we embody that of who we actually are and what we're actually here to do. Um, but that just comes from a lot of silence in the sense that you're letting go of that control because you can't control your thoughts. You know, we can try to control as much as we want. We can also learn to just go with things and then be in that moment, be in that essence. It takes you in the state of just bliss. But it does take work. I'm still working. I, I've still got a lot I need to do and work on. Um, you know, constantly trying to practice what I preach all the time. You know, and that's the thing with the show. Like I said, is being consistent. So this is a way for me to make a promise to myself and everyone that's taking their time to listen. You know, that that means a lot to me. So, you know, I appreciate all you, you coming here and checking out the show and I hope I provide some, you know, insightful, thought-provoking conversations, whether it be with myself or uh, a guest I have on. Um, this is something I'm always going to try to, you know, sharpen and get better at as well. Like I said, I don't like talking about myself, so um, podcasting is fun for me because I can have conversation. I really enjoy conversation, but I'm also working on that too, right? I just, I want to let it flow. I don't want it to come off as too stiff or too, you know, too much one side. I just want it to be a natural conversation that's entertaining for you all to listen to. And if you can take something thought provoking or, um, you know, something that you have never thought of or have been thinking of and, and have somebody like minded to talk with or to, you know, question or whatever, just, I'm all, I love that. You know, I tell myself all the time, I don't know anything. And, um, you know, and that's the beauty of it, is that we, we don't know what we don't know. And we really don't know what we think we know, right? So we only know small portions of the data that we're processing and perceiving. Um, but yeah, man, this is a uh, interesting journey. Life's an interesting thing. And reality is a lot stranger than fiction. And uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things that when we just step back and truly are grateful and Speaking of depression, I'm the first one to tell you that when you are in the forest and you can't see the tree, you can't see the trees because you're staring at that one, that one branch, that one log. Um, it's hard. I it is hard, and I'll be the first one to tell you that because when you you know ourselves are our biggest opponent. You know we we know ourselves and don't know ourselves all at the same time, and so we're battling something we know nothing about and know everything about all at once. You know, so it's a, it's a, it's a fun, interesting ride and we've got to have fun, you know, because we, it, it isn't easy, but nothing, you know, nothing really is, you know, doing nothing isn't easy and doing something isn't easy either. Both have their own positives and negatives or spectrum. 
It's just what we make of it. It's what we perceive of it. And that's the thing with depression. You know, we're perceiving what's going on. And trust me, like I've been depressed a bunch of bunch of different things. And, and some, you know, rightfully so, man, we're human. We got to feel some type of emotion, but it's, it's how long you stay there. And I would stay there, um, for a very long time. <laughs> uh, I call my life the pendulum swing, you know, especially when I hit that depression, I gained a lot of weight and had, you know, basically got obese for the first time in my life. And coming from someone that, you know, was really in shape my whole entire life, a few years before that, I had stopped and there was a spiral because that consistency was gone, that accountability was gone. And that was to myself. So if we can't trust and make these promises and keep them to ourselves, then what do we imagine with others? What do we imagine with how we show up to our friends and spouses and families? You know, and that's why with me, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's constantly like, what can I be more observant and take in and learn? You know, it's not necessarily about quote unquote getting better, but it's that constant desire to want to experience and learn and continue. Um, I think that's what life really is. And you're dead once you stop losing that, even if you're physically and somewhat consciously here. I think that once you, you know, lose lose sight of that, then it can get really dark. And then, you know, there's there's a lot of warning signs. So, you know, I hope this sheds some light on a little bit about depression and and just some of the ways and things that you know people are going through the same things in the same macro sense but you know like I said earlier it's never going to be specifically the same but we're all experiencing similar similar is the word I had a friend point that out to me the other day similar experiences because no one no experience is the same so depression for me isn't depression for you but we can you know talk about the similarities and connect with one another on that. That's been super healing for me in my journey. Connection, you know, even for those, because trust me, I'm partial extrovert, partial introvert. So I'd, there'll be times and I'll just disconnect from everyone. And that'd be unhealthy. There'll be times I would uh, try to be too extrovert and that's unhealthy. I think things, everything's a balance. Even if you're, more shifted to one way is just finding that ability to dance on both sides because we can be both same thing with our energy the masculine and the feminine and that's why you know i like to work with a lot of men with my coaching uh because i think that's one of the things that you know i have been fortunate to learn is that you know especially as men we wear a lot of masks and from what i've gone through i've always tried to em- embrace both the masculine and feminine energies and not living for that you know, from that ego and that toxic, I definitely was there, you know, I definitely got my, you know, fight modes and ego modes and poking your chest out modes and materialistic modes. And, but I never stayed there. And I see a lot of us, our our brothers, man, just going through these things and just, you know, just wearing these masks and a lot of men are just pain, man. That's where a lot of this anger and aggression and violence comes from, just pain and they don't know how to show it. And that just gets bottled up and it explodes. It really explodes. So, you know, I think a lot of groups are coming together, subgroups. And so I think that men as a whole, regardless of race, all need to come together because we we don't 
tend to want to really talk and kumbaya and help one another and express our feelings. There's a lot of movements that are going on, and I'm trying to be a part of that to help men specifically um, and still help everyone else as well. But, you know, have that target, too, is that like, look, I know exactly what's going on here, and I really feel like I can add some values because there's a lot of men out there hurting, man. There's a lot of men out there, you know, suppressing a lot of emotions and not knowing how they're really feeling or who they really are. So I'm trying to help with that as much as I can. Um, so people can experience that, man. There's no feeling like knowing who you are or having an idea of what you are and who you are and what you represent and embody. Uh, it's the best feeling in the world. So, you know, and that's the thing I lacked the most growing up. I had no self-love, no self-confidence. And because I didn't know who Lee was, I had no idea. I had no idea what I was interested in. I kind of went with the flow on things, was good at sports, did things here, did things there, but never really knew and took the time to get to know me. I was experiencing it. You know, life was happening to me. And so, but when we start to craft our reality and start saying, hey, well, who am I? What am I interested in? What do I like to do? What, what purpose do I want to play? You know, what choices, you know, is right, not only for me, but you know, the collective consciousness and community as a whole. Uh, it really puts things into perspective. So I hope, uh, I hope you all have enjoyed this rambling session and probably took it a thousand one directions again this is the first one probably not gonna really edit or whatever you may have heard stuff in the background my windows open um i'm always going to try to make sure the sound quality is good with my mic and the guest mic but there may be some imperfect uh things going on and i mean you know hey this this is not you know studio quality quite yet i'm working to that um so just bear with me and just I hope you enjoy the conversations and can look past a few minor uh, perfectly imperfect <laughs> flaws. So, but I appreciate you guys listening today. Um, hopefully this puts some feeling of, of comfort and, uh, you know, light. I always want to shed light and just shed light in the sense of like just bringing, you know, positivity and it's not always going to be blind positivity we all can't be 100 percent, 100 percent of the time but just showing up and, and wanting to connect and conversate and heal and share and just all get better together because uh, i think there's a lot we can sharpen individually and bring together as a really strong force um you know that's really as in essence what any business or group or community or nonprofit or volunteer or whatever is a, a group of really strong individuals that make a really strong whole with a common goal or mission. And my mission is to elevate human consciousness, human consciousness and improve our mental health. So if you resonate with that, I, uh, I welcome you. If you don't resonate with that, I, I welcome you. I want to share conversations with all perspectives. And, uh, again, I appreciate you all listening to, to me ramble and, you know, hearing what I have to say and I look forward to getting to know some of you and having some amazing guests on and, and watching this show grow and looking back a year or two from now, a few months from now, a few weeks from now and say, wow, you know, that was consistent progress. That's going in a direction forward. And that's all we can do. So stay safe out there. Focus on something positive. Don't focus on what you don't want to happen. Focus on what you want to happen.
have that positive vibration. Take care of yourself first and foremost. Get to know who you are and find out who's behind the mask. Thanks for joining me today, guys.